3: Hey, Tunes and Tumblers, it's Pedro, your former mixologist, and I hope you've been enjoying this month of recapping some of our favorite drinks uh, from the last few seasons. Uh, The guys asked me to come back and do one last mood to close out this month, so I've got a mood here from one of our day one listeners and a dear friend, Evan, and his mood is, in an older episode, Dent May told a story about the duck march at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis life-changing for me, honestly. Ducks are Pedro's favorite animal, so I'm imagining him departing the podcast at the head of a parade of ducks. What's the band playing, and is he in my chemical romance attire? Okay, so I am definitely not in my chemical romance attire. Instead, if I'm leading this parade of ducks, we're going to be going to a big splashy celebration, and so I'm going to be wearing. One of those old-timey one-piece bathing suits that men used to wear. They've got like the stripes and everything, and the shorts. I think those are hilarious. So I'm definitely wearing that. And the first step to this duck march is I gotta gather these ducks up. And I'm doing that to the tune of a song called Sweet Duck by Axis Music. It's just this cute little French song, really cool and chill. And so I'm gathering up the ducks. We're posing for pictures. Everyone's watching us. We're having a good time. We're getting ready for the march. And then to start marching, we're playing Green Tea by Giraffage. Green Tea samples a little duck quack, and it's a good steady beat, perfect for marching too. And we're marching all the way out. And we're going to this huge fountain, and we're going to have a big old party, a big send off. And when we get to that fountain, I mean, what's one of the cutest things ducks do? They They shake their little tails. So once we get to that fountain, we're partying, we're splashing around in the water, and we're listening to Shake a Tail Feather by Dina Turner when she was with Ike Turner. Um, or the five due tones. I like both versions. But we're definitely listening to Shake a Tail Feather, and we're having a great time. And then once the day's done, the partying's over, we're all just chilling out on the grass, soaking up the sun, drying off, and we're listening to a song called Sunshine by Sunseek. And it's just this really chill little tune about being at the beach, not having any responsibility and just sort of enjoying that moment, looking out into the water. And it's just this uh, really, really mellow tune. And I think it's perfect to end the day. So that is my Duck March soundtrack. Uh, Thank you, Evan, for your mood. Thank you, Tunes and Tumblers, for having me back. Um, And maybe we'll see you guys around again sometime. Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. (laughs)
2: Right now. Welcome friends, lovers, and commuters listening to their Daily Drive Spotify playlist to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and we've entered a brave new world here. We're back from our government-mandated August break with, unfortunately, a big gaping hole in our lineup. That's right. This is the first episode in three and a half years without our irreplaceable mixologist, Pedro. And that's not counting the couple of episodes where he got lost in the desert and we had to go find him. Um, But despite the fact that he's irreplaceable, it is our sworn duty, according to Papa Mitch, that we must replace him. As long as we've had suitable time to grieve first, please move on in your own time responsibly. Of course, drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I found another mourner to openly weep on the airwaves with me. And he is
4: Ryan, your music connoisseur.
2: Ryan and I are way too sad to mix a cocktail today. I think we'd get a ton of tears in it anyway. So we're passing the baton to a talented mixologist who's agreed to run the TNT Bar this week. She also happens to be our social media manager and business strategist, which leads me to believe she's after all of our jobs. Please welcome Kaylin Wiggenhauser to the pod.
0: Hi, everyone. I've mixed something up very special for you all today, so I'm excited to share it.
2: I cannot wait for that. And Kaelin isn't the only guest we have on the pod today. Our other is the lead singer and guitarist of an indie pop quartet from Hood River, Oregon. They began as high school kids banging out melodies in a garage and have since garnered hundreds of millions of streams in the wake of their 2016 debut album. They've racked up accolades from the likes of Nylon, Billboard, Paste, and Ones to Watch thanks to a potent combination of jubilant synths, buoyant beats, lush guitars, and hook-filled melodies. He's here today to talk about their latest album, which is a bright ray of sunlight that signals a new dawn at the end of a long, dark pandemic. And we're certainly feeling a bit of that sunshine, too, considering he's actually sitting in the same room as us today. What's
1: up, everybody? I'm Zach.
2: (laughs) Yes, Tunes and Tumblers fam. Please welcome Zach Grace of the band Floor to the pod. It's so good to be here.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Yes, this is pretty surreal, man. Like... I don't think you understand just like how long it's been. We, we kind of flirted with this idea back before the Omicron wave. We had a couple of artists come in and sit with us. And then it was just like, well, cases are rising again. We're going, going back to Zoom where Pedro is the only one who gets to enjoy the, uh, the cocktail. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> well, I'm
1: really glad that it feels like this is a good time to be back at it. But man, it's just... It's unrelenting, it feels like. it. I don't even want to talk about it, but, um, <laughs>
2: but I'm happy to be here.
1: I'm happy that this is even possible. possible so.
2: And we are beyond <laughs> thrilled. And I think this is as good a time as any to kind of catch up. What has everyone been listening to lately? I've
1: been listening to this band called Shogren, and I don't know much about them at all. Um, I just know that I really love their music. Like Every song is incredible, but there's this one song, High Beam, that is just such a good song. I'm obsessed with it. I think they're I, from San Francisco, but I don't know.
2: Can you pronounce that again? What Shogren. It's that S J O W Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was just like, is this the band I'm thinking of? I might be saying it wrong. I'm uh, I'm going I'm going off of do I you just, have
0: regular dinners with them, Anthony? You sound like you guys go way back.
2: Me and Shro- Shogrin. <laughs> I, I just haven't said their name when I've been in the same room with, with them. I'm just hoping that someone else will say it. Yeah. You, you ever been in that situation oh, yeah. where you're just like, I have hung out with you like on so many occasions, and I don't know your name. Yeah, I'm really sorry if I am not
1: saying that correctly, but you know what? They made it hard to say, so that's on them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Blame the artist for being too creative. Exactly, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who'd like to go next?
0: I can go. So kind of in a little bit of the same vein as, as your album, I've been listening to a lot of really sad, happy music. So number one pop star came out with a song called Dance Away the Pain. And I tend to listen to things that sort of reflect my mood, and I've been real depressed real real depressed it's been sad so you know the idea of dancing away the pain is a form of escapism and sometimes we just want to escape that sad sad feeling for a little while and just dance it all away and this song is not disappointing in the fact that it has so many 80s synth waves going through it and it's poppy and it's fun and it's I've listened to it at least five times in the last 24 hours because it's so good. And then Nothing by Jetty Bones, which is another splashy, upbeat synth and drums coding this decision to basically end a loving relationship or to work through it. And it's sort of like, you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So I've been listening to a lot of that, and I think that it's kind of been my my mood lately
1: when you um when you find yourself in those like depressive states, do you find that listening to songs like that, like that kind of feed into that depressive state help you, or do you feel like it kind of sinks you even further in?
0: I think it depends. You know, sometimes it's that idea that you get comfort from your misery sometimes you know just allowing yourself to feel those emotions versus avoiding them and some of these songs you know are kind of avoiding them whereas they think you know some of them point to working through it and actually feeling your pain
2: I was going through a rough patch last week and my boom operator at work he listens to literally everything you know some people are like I listen to everything no he's like Music knowledge goes way, way back. He'll listen to like 40s country, but also like current hyper pop. Yeah. And it's just like you never know what you're gonna get. And I'm just like, man, I need I need an album for like going through a rough patch, but just like muscling through it. And he gave me Liz Fair's Exile in Guyville, which <laughs> I I I listened to like once before. I know that it's like a classic early nineties album. But I hadn't like really given it a shot. And I just love how raw, ripping, um, empowering, and vulnerable it is. At the same time, it was just what I needed. She just has this talent for pumping you up, but also leaving you feel wounded and human. It's really hard to describe. Just go and listen to it. And the other thing I've been listening to, I listened to Demi Lovato's new uh, rock album holy fuck spelled with a v <laughs> there's not really a lot to say about this one um it's a rock album a lot of these pop stars are doing one now but what i think is interesting about it is it owes less to pop punk than it does to like mid-2000s hard rock there's some metal and metal core in there and you know it's it's kind of a lot of fun it's solid i mean it's not revolutionary she's not reinventing the wheel but she doesn't need to no. she they she they I, the pronouns are now she they.
4: So there are a few things that have been on rotation. Um, two of them are kind of interesting discoveries. The first one was this channel I found called Ska-Tune Network. And it appears to be one one person who just ups, uploads these Ska covers where they're playing all the instruments. And their latest one is a cover of Turnstile's Underwater Boy.
2: Ooh. And
4: they called it Underwater Rude Boy. <laughs> and the channel is just... It's just... It looks like it's a whole band playing, but it's the same person as far as I can tell. And the logo is Ska2 Network, like the Cartoon Network no, uh, logo. <laughs> I love shameless copyright infringement. Oh, yeah. And so to me, this has five stars. I love it. We stand. Can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that there's this like weird Ska revival that seems to be really socially conscious, you know, which never really seemed to be something that that... Well, going back to Ska, I guess, historically, was sort of a political in a lot of ways. But it's great to see. Great to see it coming back. And I want to mention one other thing. I was at... I'm going to try and turn on my video for this, but I was at Amoeba Music this week. And I'm just going to hold this up if you guys can see this. (laughs) What the heck am I looking at? So so this is a wood block. It was just this wood block in the experimental section. And I couldn't quite tell what it was because it was wrapped. But if you open it, it's two like mini-discs. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to play this. Like, I'm not going to buy a mini disc machine. But sure? I just felt like I'd never seen anything like it. So I had to buy it. And I'm like, hopefully I can find this like online somewhere if I can't play this thing. Cause it was just so nutty. Yeah. It's this like guy making stuff out of hacked and handmade electronics with like the sounds of like farmed equipment and like rhythmic <laughs> decay. I love it. Can't get we enough. Wow, <laughs> we, we
2: need to get we need to get my boom op Elijah on this show because like I bet you if you said that to him he's like oh yeah I've listened to that they're really good
4: yeah it's kind of played out at this point
2: yeah <laughs> that's the kind of guy he is and I absolutely love it he's always good for um w- when I don't have Ryan next to me he's like a good substitute he must have, have like, like a bed. bumper sticker that's
4: like keep honking I'm listening to the seminal nurse with wound uh, acoustic <laughs> electro masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> Um, what? So that's, what that's what i got on folks i'm glad i could show it i know showing things doesn't lend its well to the audio medium too well but maybe we can post it on the socials on the gram or maybe i'll put it on my be real right zach there you go yeah Ooh. get on the be real <laughs> folks you
2: gotta get on be real it's uh it's what it's all about now i guess
0: it's the new tumblr
2: is yes. it is there porn allowed on it drew you should probably take that out
0: <laughs> or, the first, or don't.
2: The first <laughs> the question, first
0: question. <laughs>
4: anytime there's a new platform, is there porn on it? How do we well, get porn on it?
1: Isn't that like really the only way that a platform can grow its audience? Absolutely, yeah, okay.
4: But <laughs> that's the Tumblr model get porn on <laughs> it and then take it away, and then take it away, and, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
2: and then bring and it back. Go that's, the, that's, the that's the Taco Bell, Bell way, Bell. yes. <laughs> As a quick reminder to everybody, all the songs that we talk about on the show go into the episode description. We have a nice little playlist there where you can just like turn over everything we've been talking about, including whatever the heck (laughs) farm sounds Ryan's been listening to. I I fucking love it. And if you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat recently, we have a sister playlist that is on our page We post about it every week. It's called Why BLT? What have you been listening to? You'll know you've found it on Spotify when you have a giant sandwich floating in space. We've really leaned into the BLT part of this. (laughs) I love it. And it's just an eclectic mix of everything that I have had on repeat, Kalen's had on repeat, Ryan's had on repeat, Nasaya's had on repeat. And, you know, our, our eclectic tastes just collide in, you know, a cornucopia of sounds, the best sandwich that you could ask for. Follow that playlist. It helps out the artists that we love. We want to get them exposure. But anyway, I think it's time we tore the boards off of this bar and check to see if the electricity works. <laughs> and if my eyes don't deceive me, is that the bouncer sitting outside still? Ryan, did, didn't we tell him we were taking a break in August?
4: You got to keep working. You know. I think our bouncer realizes that even if he's not letting people in, you got to just be out there. You know, you got to be working the street, and it's all about the grussel. The a grussel. That, It's a new word that I learned. It's grind and hustle. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: It's probably needed... been
4: around f- for a long time, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm slow. I'm what well, we needed I'm slow to
1: was add those things together. That's, yeah, good.
2: <laughs> I'm getting thirsty talking about this. I want to move into this bar, but we need to show the, the doorman your, your ID. Did yes. you bring it? And I'm going to try I, to turn on our video for I this, sure Ryan, did. so you can see it. I'll go okay. receive it oh hell
4: yeah wow
1: so this is our album art from the come out you're hiding original pressing i guess before the deluxe and we we had this made for our album release show it's just a a memory of that night a reminder of how awesome that night was we were downtown in los angeles had all our favorite people out with us and just played I don't know. It was kind of a weird show, but it was it was awesome. Um, and it was more about the vibes and the feelings. And um, it was just a room filled with so much love. And so really, it's just like a reminder of how insane and excellent nights can be. But it's also a reminder of where my musical journey all started. And it's really easy to get like wrapped up in where you are. But it's awesome to be able to look back at what it was and like the initial feelings that went into Building this band of brothers and um, this collection of music,
2: but yeah, it's that's my ID.
1: That's it for you. <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. I,
2: I felt that it was beautiful, and I think our doorman's heart just grew three sizes. <laughs> Love it.
4: Yep. Yeah. Watch and... out though; he might try and flip it on, uh, you know, an art reselling platform. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll uh, I'll keep a close eye on it. Who Who did the art on that? Uh, that was Caitlin Sweet, who I am actually dating now but oh
0: um, how yeah. sweet yep yeah.
2: yep
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll, <have to> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to tag
2: her <laughs> yep do it <laughs> and we're in welcome to the tunes and tumblers bar zach you know it Kind of looks a lot like my living room, that, but that's just because we're kind of we're going for that like underground. Speakeasy I like it. Vibe. Yeah, it's got
1: a really cozy feel. I feel like I've just walked into a living room and I can like whip out a board game and feel right at home.
2: Yeah, and that's how we charge eighteen dollars for a cocktail. <laughs> Welcome to the living room. Oh, is that how much? Okay, walk I, into I gotta a, go. <laughs> you walk into an actual apartment complex oh.
4: to find it. We also have Connect Four with half the pieces missing, and uh, Don't Wake Daddy. That's just smeared with like honey for some reason
2: ryan do you have an album for us to throw on real quick
4: you betcha we're listening to future shine the new album from floor out now unfueled by ramen Woo!
2: you know this is a really good one and i'm stoked about it because like i said i actually get to enjoy an honest to goodness cocktail with this album Yes. and kaylin you're a big floor fan i hear so i'd like you to tell us what you did here and how this relates to the album
0: yeah, so I'm not like one of those creepy fans that's like, oh my God, you're in my house. Uh, but also you're in my house. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Which it's is really uh, cool. And yeah. I think
0: that, you know, what you guys did with this album was really impressive that you took a lot of these sort of ideas and moods for, you know, what a lot of us have been really feeling and struggling with for the past few years. And I wanted to do the same thing in a flavor format where I took... You know, you're you're into more sour flavors and salty, but I mean, I didn't really do as much of the salt, but for sure we got no shortage of sour. I decided to do a spin on the gin gimlet and used kiwi that I juiced myself by hand with my immersion blender, actually. Amazing. And it has lime, it has lemon notes, and... For when you're just, you know, you can't handle the sour anymore and you just want to get through it and you just want to get, you know, feeling good again, I created a foam, which is around half of the rim of your glass out of lime and lemon and a little bit of lavender, and then I coated it with magic berries. Now, magic berries are very, very special because they've got a chemical in them called miraculin and is that a
2: real thing miraculin that's like the unobtainium yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a magician but i am a witch (laughs) anyway the effect that that protein has on the sensation of our taste has actually been known for quite a while by flavor creators anytime an acidic solution comes into contact with this chemical it causes your palate to actually taste sweet instead of sour. And it takes a little bit for the effect. And as time goes on, the effect gets a little bit more intense in terms of the sweetness. I tested this out on on our, our adult son roommate. And he <laughs> took about 30 minutes to feel it because, I don't know, maybe he just gets too hyped up on sugar. Yeah. But the idea is you'll start out drinking your cocktail, enjoying the sour notes and the flavor. And then when you're ready, you can go ahead and dive into that, that garnish. Mm.
1: That's so cool. Uh, That's incredible. I'm like, I'm just sitting here staring at it, ready to take a sip. Yeah. So wait,
0: which, which side do you want us to
2: do first? The side without the foam?
0: The side without the foam is where you will start first. And when you have decided that you are ready to, to, Feel better and look to the sweet side of things. Go ahead and and take a taste of that foam. It Love. does have an interesting sort of texture to it, and actually the foam is created the same way that the slime was created for the uh, Ghostbusters movie. Amazing. Really? Oh my god! So you're actually going to be consuming real magical slime today.
2: I'm excited about this. Oh my god! I'm I'm really stoked. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Ooh.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: That is really good. I am obsessed with that Kiwi puree.
0: The Kiwi really does sing and that was that was what I wanted. I wanted it to taste like, you know, you're eating the the three Kiwis that are in that drink.
1: <laughs> I, I'm getting that. I'm picking up on it. Oh, it's so good. So curious about this foam though. I gotta know. Do it. I, I, do I,
0: it. Is it too early to do it? It's never too early to okay. feel better, my friend.
2: Okay. The kinda of, the berries kinda of have like this sensation that they're drying out your tongue. A little bit mm, but then it kind of gets sweet, mm. so while we're enjoying this cocktail, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the album and uh one thing that i I really like is that you kind of like we're kind of playing with changing of perspective. I know that you've talked about like how this album um in writing a lot of the songs, they were like uh changing perspective, um starting one way and becoming something else, and I think that this this cocktail does that perfectly. I was thinking a lot about how when we're kind of like Caught in our worldview. Like, we think that things are a certain way. Even if we know the facts, our interpretation can be a little bit off. Can you talk a little bit just about like the course of writing this album and how like perspective shifted for you?
1: Yeah. Since it was crafted in the deep throes of the pandemic, it felt like we had a responsibility to pay homage to that and recognize that. But none of us wanted that to be what the album was about. It didn't excite us to kind of sink more into the misery. I listen to songs that are depressing, and I become more depressed. Um, and so, my, my headspace for the album was: I don't want to become more depressed. I want to get out of where I'm thinking right now, how overwhelmed I am with the world right now, and switch it to a perspective that is more optimistic. Because we were having things that were that were good, like we were making breakthroughs the the pandemic that were allowing people to just remain healthy and get back to life, my responsibility felt more to point in that direction, Mm -hmm. especially because the media was really good at covering all the sad stuff. Like they were doing an excellent job of making sure that we knew. Yeah, exactly. Snaps to you, media. Yeah, media was doing a really good job at their job. So I think it was our job to remind the world that it's going to get better. You know, Mm. it's going to be okay.
0: There was Um. also a bit of it where you kind of looked at kind of this nostalgic, like looking back at when things were a little bit better and brighter and kind of living in those past fun memories. And I loved that aspect of it as well because it's sometimes hard for us to put ourselves in that mindset of like, oh, I'm just going to feel happy again without really reminding ourselves of other instances when we were happy. It's like watching a movie that you remember makes you feel good and makes you happy and it just puts you your mind in that place again. And yeah, I love that.
1: For myself it works so much easier to have a blueprint to execute something, you know, to have a plan. And sometimes the best plan is looking back at points in your life where you were your happiest or where you felt like your truest self. And for me it was looking back when I was sixteen years old, being absolutely nuts and living life to its fullest not really caring about the consequences, you know, just just fully chasing happiness. And so to get back to that and use that as fuel for the album, I mean, that was the only way we could really tap into the emotions that we wanted to portray.
2: You know, they say that when you're like kind of in crisis mode, it really helps in your immediate environment to have things that ground you, like resources, pictures of your dog, something that like you can just look at and it reminds you like oh yeah like there there is good stuff and i can just <sighs> i could have used a little more of that in the pandemic i was just looking around here i'm just like i'm gonna do another puzzle today <laughs>
1: <laughs> puzzles are awesome i i wouldn't recommend it to get out of a depressive state but yeah uh they're freaking cool <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: also like one thing i've noticed recently especially working on movie sets like we still treat covid like it's it's like extremely dangerous. And don't get me wrong, like listeners, you know, if you have immunocompromised folks in your family, like, please be very careful. But I I started thinking like, this feels so normal to me. And I remember hearing somewhere that the human mind has a, a knack for helping you forget prolonged traumatic experiences, not flashpoints that cause PTSD, but just like if you go through something really bad, your body will forget it to help you move on. Yeah. I mean, it makes
1: perfect sense, right? We have to survive. That's like the main operation of our whole body. So they're like, if you need to survive, then you need to not dwell in this trauma.
0: Exactly. It <laughs> gets, people... gets real fun when you get triggered, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all it all comes rushing back. <laughs> yeah,
2: but... Uh, allow me to indulge a little bit in my, in my psychology shit. What people don't understand about trauma is that it's actually adaptive. The reason why people get triggered and the reason why PTSD responses exist is because your body is sending you into activation to be aware of a threat. And the problem is that when your threat system is uh, activated all the time, then you're just alert and vigilant all the time.
0: I'm so tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine the amount of energy that consumes, you know?
2: like mm-hmm. Maybe we all need a little future shine every once in a while. I mean, exactly.
1: that's what it's there for, you know? It's, it's that photo of your dog. It's that grounding thing. That's the whole it's point of the album. It's that
0: shiny cape that you were wearing.
1: Yes, it's the reflective foil emergency blanket that you wrap Absolutely. around yourself when you've uh, experienced trauma, when oh, your yeah? body doesn't know what to do but that was like a main theme for the thing we wanted to we want this album to feel like an emergency blanket that's mm. that's there for when you've just experienced something you've you can't even wrap your mind around.
0: I think we just came up with the name of the cocktail that I never actually oh, said. Oh, that's right. <gasps> what, what was the name of the cocktail? It was actually called Hopeless Perseverance, but I I like I like this like this new thread is great. Security blanket yeah. or like emergency blanket. Yeah. I think that's fun. I like is it, it too? called
2: Emergency blanket.
0: It's gonna now be called emergency blanket. I think <laughs> that's you great. Know, that 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 emergency blanket of foam just really gets you through those hard hard sours of life.
2: So I kind of want to get back to the album a little bit. One thing I I know that you told Mitch in your interview with him, you described the album as looking directly into the sun and it like burning your retinas out but hoping that you see something beautiful yeah and i was thinking about like how we have these ideas associated with opposing things like light and dark like we think of darkness as the thing that is tough to get through it's the thing that's oppressive but this kind of flips it on its head a little bit like the light can be just as as blinding i'm wondering what it is about looking into the lights that kind of like changed your perspective a little bit in that way.
1: Yeah. When we were talking about this initially, we had some outside creative help from an incredible team called Tension Division. And we gave them the album and we gave them this like idea. And everything they did was like, they elevated every idea we had essentially. I think I said something about staring into the sun and they were like, well, you can't just do that. You have to look further than that. Like, why are we looking into the sun? And even though, you know, beyond all the knowledge we have essentially is says, don't do that. You'll burn your eyes out. You won't Mm -hmm. be able to see anymore. So like, why is there a part of us that says like, but what if there's that chance? Like, what if there's that, like that 99 or that reach nirvana? Exactly. (laughs) You know, like, like how can we be totally sure? And like, that's, I don't know if that answers
2: your question right there. I think I got a little bit lost. What is that thing that you think you were looking for? That like little little chance. Yeah. That... What do you want to see at the end of that? <laughs> well, in the middle of the
1: pandemic, that little bit was like a an answer to how this is going to resolve itself. You know, it was like maybe if we can stare into into the sun, we'll find. The reason that, wow, this is making me sound a little bit crazy. Um, (laughs) This is not a cure-all for what we were going through, staring into the sun. It was more looking for that feeling, I think, more than looking for an actual concrete fix to what we were doing. Mm. It was looking for a feeling of, if we can look at the hard things, and we can look through them beyond what they are, beyond that like roadblock that it is in front of you at the time, maybe you can find the answer to how to bust through that barrier, essentially. Mm
0: -hmm. Like you're you're basically searching for knowledge. You're searching for like the meaning to life. I actually stumbled upon an old video from my great-grandfather's 100th birthday. Mm -hmm. We all were sitting in a table. And it's very rare for any of us to be able to sit in the same room as somebody that's made it that far through life for that many years. And I have this video where my brother asked him, so now that you've made it to 100, you know, what is the secret to life? And he looked around and he's like, "Well, all of you." <laughs> you know, it was like this idea that, you know, there isn't this really deeper answer that we're looking for. It's right in front of us. It's enjoying the things that we are surrounded by. And yeah. I think that, that that search that we're always on is kind of hindering our ability to enjoy the journey and to Be happy,
1: Grandpa had
2: it figured out.
0: But it's also about eating chocolate, Anthony.
2: (laughs) I've recently come around to chocolate. I, you know, he has.
0: I will not. I will not lie. I
2: I don't eat it all the time, but it is like a nice thing to pair with some wine. Yep. Uh, like a little. He won't
0: eat it on its own. I will not. You have to. You have to put the the. You can't give Anthony sugar with his medicine. You actually have to give him salt. Yes. Yeah. It's give a spoon me... full of salts <laughs> that you give Anthony with give any of Give me medicine. a bag of Chex Mix. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Let's
2: say that you got to 100, Zach. <sighs> like grandpa. That's a lot more years. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> is a lot it. more years. but
0: <laughs> a lot more music you need to be making,
2: sir. Yeah. I wonder. Is... <laughs> <laughs> so Flora's coming out with their 50th album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a collection of barnyard noises. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, electronic, or uh, uh, farmyard equipment.
1: Yes.
0: Just right? yes. <laughs> tractors, actually. It's just tractors going by. <clears throat> uh,
2: yeah that Brian All Eno the different engines <laughs> yeah Brian Eno music for airports kind of thing yeah <laughs> uh but looking back like let's let's say you've made it there, looking back what is what is the simplest meaning of life to you?
1: you're asking me to put seventy more years of wisdom and and knowledge into this, okay, what is the thirty year old's version of the hundred year old's meaning of life? honestly, Grandpa's on the right in the right headspace. it's like for me, it's about who in my community I can impact and who in my little circle because I think that's a that's another weird thing with life right now is because community is so broad because we are connected to everybody all the time you kind of forget that humans are really just meant to like have a, a select core group of people that they think about and care about and nurture but I think if I can at 100 years old have a community of people whether it's family whether it's friends if i can have people that want to celebrate life and all its weirdness with me then that i will have accomplished
2: Mm -hmm. what i want most (laughs) yeah all the friends you'll have on be real at that point exactly our (laughs) overlords be real who will control (laughs) the government and all the corporations yeah you gotta wonder like I think about this all the time like are are these platforms in the internet are are they even going to last am I going to lose my entire music library in 10 years yeah. like am I going to lose all the the movies I bought on Amazon yeah. like what's what's going to happen
1: Anthony
0: Meta is still going strong uh, <laughs> if not look, if not Meta it's going to be another company that buys Meta
1: I mean this is a little bit this is me showing my nerdy side a little bit but it's already an issue with video games some are just totally like wiped out because you bought it digitally and now they don't support the service anymore. And right. so it's just, it's no longer there. And I mean, a... I can't see how that isn't the case for everything. It's it feels so like rude. eventually it's going to mm-hmm. head down that path where your
2: favorite game in 2014 no one plays it online anymore. Yep. Yep, yep. it's just gone. <laughs> Except for Grand Theft Auto for some reason. That one... <laughs> they will not they will never make that sequel because all of y'all refuse to stop playing yeah. it.
0: It's just too fun to steal a helicopter and crash it, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. You can't.
2: Yes, it's but true. I want to do that in a new
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet this is happening and it's awesome. I like I can't believe it. Because it was like such a sour treat and now it's such a sweet treat
0: i'm glad i'm glad you're experiencing that that flavor change i definitely noticed it myself once the the chemicals did their thing and you put that sour back onto your palate it's and it'll last it lasts for about an hour so don't worry your your flavor <laughs> receptors will be back to normal when yeah. you go to Taco Bell or wherever it is you get your fast food. Perfect. Or
2: just eat a lemon before then and experience what a sweet lemon would taste
0: uh, yeah. like. That's a that's that, a
2: really good
1: idea. That was
0: actually <laughs> a big thing that they talked about online during my my research yeah. into this is if you were to taste a lemon, you know, just bite into it and not a Meyer lemon because those are a little different. Mm-hmm but like an actual just regular lemon that it would taste like lemonade. You wouldn't have to put any sugar in it, but I will warn you, that is a lot of acid to put on your teeths.
1: Uh, Yeah, that I should be thoughtful of that but i really want to try it i'm i'm too wear curious your
0: enamel down just for the, the it's already gone the man science. it's, it's, it's <laughs> gone too much chocolate
2: yeah. <laughs> well we're not kind of coming up to the end of the interview portion but like i always like to do i kind of want to open up a question to the group we've been talking a lot about changing perspective and about like perhaps turning cynicism into hope And I'm wondering what is something that you used to feel strongly about that you've since changed your perspective on? Man, that's (laughs) hard. Yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) I know it's happened, but I'm just like,
1: I think in the same way that like your body says like, this is the new normal. Like, mm -hmm. it's hard to like go back to that spot where I was like, oh, this is like, this is how I was.
2: I could probably kick us off because before I joined Atwood Magazine, I think like when I started writing for Atwood there was like a big change in the way that I view art and culture. My writing used to be really cynical and biting. It was just like derisive and that was fun. It's still kind of fun to write like those hit piece reviews that pitchfork does. Yeah. But Atwood, everything is about elevating artists. It's about being earnest about what it is that you like. And I think like since then I've kind of adopted this ethos of like, just let people like things. Yeah. Like, what is it about this, even if it's not your thing, that you can understand why people enjoy it? And like, I will no longer say that is bad. I will say, oh, I don't care for it. I'm glad you like it.
0: Anthony says that about all of my jokes. <laughs> I can... Yeah. I can, I can't... You got to chuckle them for that
1: one, though. Oh, so I know. Yeah. I guess to kind of speak to that hyper pop. Oh, uh, yeah. When it came around, I hated it i didn't understand (laughs) this one
2: told me to throw my phone out the window when i when i was listening to 100 decks yeah make it i i I
1: could not i could not handle it i didn't understand it the formula didn't compute or whatever but in the last like i guess month really i've like kind of deep dived as weird as you can get hyperpop I You're gonna have freaking, to share
0: my your, your secret on how you got how you broke uh, through that I that <laughs> surface because I'm uh, still on the outside uh, of it. <laughs> Tunes and
2: Tumblers is doing a, a a Life Is Beautiful takeover next. Well, I guess it'll be this month by the time the episode comes out. And I'm trying very hard to get Kaylin to say yes. Let's go watch Hundred Gex. Yep, do yep. it. Kill It'll me. be an experience. Kill me, it will no, be an dude,
1: experience. It,
2: it will. They're so <laughs> interesting. Even if you don't like the music, they what they're it's doing. It's going to
0: be a fun show. I I am I am looking forward to seeing because seeing an artist perform live versus talking to them in person versus listening to their music in my car by myself they're all different feelings you get a different experience and when we see live music the same is true you know you're usually there with a lot of other people and if there's a mosh pit you know you've got that camaraderie and you've got this group of people that are just there to just have fun except for people at miley cyrus shows they're
2: oh, not no, there this to is have a fun. whole story oh, this no. is a whole story we, don't, we won't open yeah, that uh, can uh, of i rice. would just say <laughs> listeners for some reason the people at the Miley Cyrus show are too aggressive. Oh no! <laughs> oh
1: no! Some, Look, something something is going is great, on. But
2: you know, Mister Fifty-Year-Old Dad, you don't need to be pushing dudes out of your way. It's Miley Cyrus. Oh, enjoy no. it. Just just enjoy. Just it. vibe. Just vibe. I need to see this now. But Kaylin, you're the last one who has to I'm tell the last us.
0: Last one. So I was thinking about this while you all shared yours, and I was kind of able to figure out. You know. Through this pandemic, I spent a lot of time not working as much. I came from a corporate architectural firm that I worked at for many years. And when I decided to switch and do freelance and then switch back to the corporate world, I didn't like it. (laughs) I realized that in this time that I spent reflecting and being on my own and designing, going back to that corporate world just was not the right fit. And the people in that world, they were the same. They were the same types of people. They treated me the same as the people did before. And somehow it was like my ability to want to deal with that just went away. I was like, this sucks. I don't want to be treated like crap while I'm doing my job. I want people that are supportive and have the same goals and want to create beautiful things and beautiful spaces for people to enjoy I'm an interior designer if that wasn't already apparent and but,
2: she runs the show pretty much
0: <sighs> yeah. I do sleep I promise <laughs>
2: <laughs> this has been a great conversation and I wish we could continue it forever but it's time that we switched gears into our favorite game who would like to play some hashtag mood yes. me I
4: got don't wake daddy out as well now I want to do mood
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Let's hit it.
3: What's your mood?
2: I will never grow tired of that jingle. Thank you so much, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for giving us that slice of audio heaven. What is hashtag mood, you ask? Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we're going to do is go over to the Tunes and Tumblers hotline where people have left us little things that have been going on in their lives. These will be fans of the show, fans of Floor people who have just like randomly dialed numbers and gotten gotten hours for some reason and tried to order a pizza. This one comes to us from Instagram from at Advarnasdale.
0: Feeling very, I miss you, but I'll never go back to you lately. At Arsdale.
1: I miss you, but I'll never go back to you
0: lately.
2: Oh yeah, that is a good one. I miss you, but I'll never go back to you. Oh, I've already got one. I've got one. I've got one. Because Same. I've been listening to this on a loop forever. Anything but me by Muna. okay that's a great one yes Mm. because she's singing all this time about like i hope that you're okay like they've gone through a breakup like i hope you're okay call me if you need anything anything but me like i'm not coming back to you but i want to be there for you
1: you actually chose the perfect song for that that's a little unfair (laughs) but i think um and i could be totally getting the wrong vibe from the song but now and then by Shogrin kind of uh, Shogrin, they're coming you know, back <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm sorry it's, uh, it's literally all i've been listening to when i'm not throwing on some hyper pop i guess but <laughs> it's like the idea that you're growing up with someone and you become something with someone but it totally changes but you still have this truth about it all that's like i will always appreciate you but maybe not always be able to love you
2: oh uh, yeah
1: I could be totally misinterpreting that song.
2: Well, no, I mean, there, there's, no, there's no wrong answer. I remember one time we took somebody's mood and turned it into a Christmas playlist for no reason, mm-hmm. except that somebody <laughs> chose a Christmas song and we're like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Sometimes you just have to read the room. Well, I, ha- I have trouble sometimes getting over people and... I feel that I don't want to get over you by Deanna Petkoff is probably one of the songs that I've recently been listening to a lot, actually, because I've gone through a couple of relationship changes and breakups and things that I didn't want things to end, but they sort of have to sometimes because sometimes relationships aren't serving you. So one of the the things she sings in this is I don't want to get over you, but I can't help it. I don't see you like I used to. Over time, your perspective of your partner can change. You know, something happens or they're going through something or whatever it is, or they show you a side of them that you're just not into. But you still, it's still hard. It's still mm. hard to, to let go. And sometimes you just, you just want to keep, keep going back for what hurts. Yeah. Kaylin, hey, do you need a hug? I always <laughs> need a hug, Anthony.
4: <laughs> yeah. The first thing I thought of was just Fleetwood Mac, the band just in general and the behind the scenes relationships of that band. And so never going back again feels like a great song here. It's one written by Lindsay Buckingham and mm-hmm. yeah, you can just <laughs> that whole idea of like missing someone, but never going back. And then maybe going back just feels like that kind of defines the band through that mm-hmm. song and maybe this mood. There was another phrase I thought of it's this old, uh, song by this artist uh, called Richard Brown, jazz artist called Never Let the Same Bee Sting You Twice. I like that one here too.
2: God, the titles. That's so, so good. so evocative. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, some of those old, uh, old jazz blues songs really have some timeless titles.
2: You mean the, the, the people who wrote the blues were going through some hard times? <laughs> I, I don't know about you. If, if a bee stings me, that bee's not getting back up.
4: You understand? <laughs> I,
1: uh, I actually have a story to go with that. And I got stung in my ear twice <gasps> within uh, like thirty minutes by probably the same bee. I mean, stuck. I know I, I think it might have been, but I got stung, and then I was you know crying about it and being sad because I was a kid. And then it came back and did it again,
0: <laughs> relentless. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we I had it out for you. Yeah,
1: I've I've experienced exactly what this song is talking about
0: you got to stop putting flowers in your ears man. I, yeah i think i think it might have been the hair
1: like looked like a nice bush i don't know
2: well at advana i cannot pronounce your handle i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but i hope you enjoyed your mood and um you know hopefully you can have a little bit of future shine in your life moving forward
4: there's one story i want to share if folks haven't yes, seen the story it. like zach i feel like what happened to you Sort of the micro level of like what happened to this woman whose elephant crashed her funeral and like threw her body out of the coffin. Did you hear the story?
0: What? No. I did not Why hear was there story. an elephant at a funeral?
4: It was in India, and it was. um,
0: um Okay. Now it makes sense.
4: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was in India. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it trampled her after uh, it had remembered, had remembered how it had wronged
2: her, and came back and crashed the funeral. You know, we all no grieve in our way. own way and sometimes you just need to pick up a body with your trunk and and ruin a funeral.
0: Sometimes you just need to trample your feelings. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Not always. I don't think it's always the answer. no. no.
0: But sometimes. Violence is not usually the answer.
4: (laughs) Absolutely bodying your foes at their funeral (laughs) is not the way to go.
1: (laughs) Showing up and throwing a party. (laughs) All
2: right, well, we have another mood we need to get to. We have a tendency to get sidetracked a little bit. I think I blame actually drinking the drink for the first time in 2 years. Yeah. We're this having a one good time. I can actually pronounce. This comes from At Thirsty Lady but spelled with a U. Okay. <laughs> okay, At Thirsty Lady, what do you got for us?
0: Overwhelmed with business and sadness about the world, but still happy. At Thirsty Lady.
1: Overwhelmed with business and sadness, but still happy.
2: That is actually kind of perfect yeah. for our conversation. Am I
1: allowed to plug Future Shine here? <laughs> Do it, please. <laughs> you know, that, it's really that whole idea is the whole album and the journey it takes you through. But specifically, I think Future Shine can kind of can kind of speak to it because it's this idea that if you want to, like, as I mean, we have heard this too many times, but be the change you want to see in the world. It starts at your level. It starts at a community level. And then it expands from there. Mm -hmm. So the more you can like tap into what you want and tap into your community, that's where you're going to see the change that you want to happen. Um, And that's what Future Shine is all about. It's it's really praising the people that are willing to stand up and say like, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. The world is backwards and there are really simple ways to put it back in line, to, to, to get it back on track. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed with the, with the world and business, just remember that you can control how you feel and you can control the environment around you. So take that control and see if it can't, uh, can't align things a little bit more for you.
2: Absolutely. I had one. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. So my favorite album of all time, I probably plugged it on the show before is, Welcome Interstate Managers by Fountains of Wayne. Oh my gosh. <laughs> god! God, awesome. I just, I love how they're able to like speak to the mundane and turn it into just like catchy pop. And, you know, Stacey's mom is a jam, I will not deny, but there are 15 other songs on that album and they are all great. Mm-hmm. But the one I'm thinking of is Bright Future and Sales. The song is a story. This guy is sitting on the planner at the Port Authority waiting for his bus and he's thinking about how down he is in his life, but then like he's gonna. The chorus is, "I'm gonna get my shit together. I can't live like this forever. I've come too far. I don't want to fail. I got a new computer and a bright future in sales."
0: It's beautiful. It's <laughs> perfection. It's a it's
2: perfect for the for the mood. Ryan, would you like to give us one? Yeah,
4: my pick is um, one from the Stooges, Iggy Pop's first band, called 1969, which is. Uh, basically saying it's 1969 across the USA another year with nothing to do but it's kind of has this fun rhythm to it where it makes it sound like it's happy about the year but it's really just saying another year with nothing to do (laughs) saying last year I was 21 didn't have a lot of fun basically just bitching about (laughs) another year coming by and I think it's great you know it has this great energy but also isn't really that stoked and it goes back some years I mean it feels so timely
0: Kaylen, do you got one for us? I do. So Dreamers came out with this song recently called Black Confetti. It's a jam.
1: And all the visuals for it are so I cool. I haven't even seen the
0: visuals. I'm one of those people that like for some reason I just I'm not a like YouTube person. I don't yep. watch music videos and everybody's always like, "Did you see the music video for this thing?" and I'm like,
1: "Yeah, I I just saw snippets on Instagram, I think." And I I hope I'm thinking of the right song, but like everything was just really well thought out and interesting and awesome
0: i mean I'll, I'll just kind of read some of the lyrics it kind of s- explains itself and the future de- don't seem so deadly you're gonna live like you did already throw a party with black confetti so this idea that you know life is bittersweet enjoy it let's let's throw a freaking dark party
2: yeah black confetti sounds like a, a bonus track from the black parade honestly
0: it really does. Anthony just really loves Black Parade.
2: <laughs> I love My Chemical Romance so much. How could you not? You, you
0: they're they're lovable.
2: They are. And Gerard Way wore a dress on stage the other night, and we stand, we stand a hundred percent, absolutely. He has
1: really great fits, just <laughs> always
2: Aww, in general. All right, well, thirsty lady, I hope you hear us getting thirsty for Gerard Way at the end of your mood. Um, enjoy it, but you know. It's getting to be that time. The drinks are empty. The bar is closing. Man, it's been so great to be back in here for the first time in a long time. But before we go, does anyone have any lingering thoughts about Future Shine, about transitions, about looking at things from more than one perspective?
1: Yeah, I guess. It's not always easy. And it's not always the answer to just switch a perspective around something. Sometimes that really won't get you past whatever you're dealing with. But it's good to remember that there's always more in the future. There's always more than what you're dealing with, more than what you're like racking your head against or those feelings that are just tying you down. There's so much more ahead. I've got, Mm -hmm. if I make it to 100, I've got 70 more years. That's that's a long time, (laughs) that's a long time.
0: I wanna have a happy journey with people that love and care and wanna be there. And want to enjoy in the special moments.
1: Yeah, I want more kiwi drinks yes. at bars. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, we need more more kiwi offerings. I kind of want to. I
0: kind of want to like get us into some sort of like restaurant, venue, bar thing with one of these cocktails. Maybe maybe we can make that happen for for future shine. That'd
2: yeah. be
1: pretty fun.
2: Oh, and listeners, <laughs> uh, I know that a lot of you are uh, sober, and you know we stand. So we've actually made a another version of this without the gin. In fact, it's exactly the same. It just doesn't have
0: gin. It literally probably tastes. I mean, I tasted it. It it tastes tastes exactly the the same. same. The gin, the gin just gives you, I think some people enjoy having that sort of buzz and some don't. It's, you know, there, there are effects that different things have on our bodies. And I think that was what I really wanted to evoke with this cocktail is, you know, it doesn't have to be alcoholic for it to be a cocktail. It just needs to be a beautiful combination in a well thought out way that tastes delicious and gives you an experience that you've never had before.
2: Brilliant. And before we say goodbye, Zach, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, we've got a new song out that you uh
1: that you absolutely should go listen to. It's called Every Night. Uh, and it fits every mood. No, not really, though. <laughs> um, but you might be able to find a, a fun place for it somewhere on your playlist, uh, especially if you're feeling uh, overwhelmed with either addiction to someone, to something, or uh, if you've gone through your depressive moments and you're ready to just scream into a pillow. That would uh, that this song will it will fill that role.
2: Well, Zach, thank you so much for being here. This has been an absolute pleasure. I'm really
1: happy to be here. It was excellent talking with you. The music knowledge is kind of blowing my mind, and uh, I, I liked being able to just kind of take some of that in and experience it
2: and enjoy oh, thank it. thank you. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps us out a lot. Also, if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can support the pod. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and buying a bunch of Miracle Berries because uh, we need them. We need them for future cocktails. Tunes and Tumblers was produced as always by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from the genius of Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, cheers! Cheers! cheers.
3: cheers. Clink! Oh.
2: oh yeah, I forgot. We can actually do this. Oh we can gosh. actually clink.